Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Stronghold Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Ritzy, today. Uh, Brennan, unfortunately, will be being interviewed. Oh, boy. So I'm in charge. So <sighs> this is terrifying. It should be. You have no idea what I'm going to ask you I about. really don't. I have not heard any of these before. I mean, you probably have. I mean, it's not like I'm going to go off base. That's true. Um, <clears throat> all right, first up, you want to talk about a little bit about your family, your life before college? Give yeah. us a little bit of the, the con- Conrad home life. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm the uh, youngest of three. Um, my older brothers are 11 and 13 years older than me. Um, the one that's 11 years older than me still lives here in Cincinnati. He's got a wife and three amazing kids. The middle one being my godchild as, as well as my nephew. Um, they're all adorable. Get to see them pretty often. Um, so, you know, that's great getting to, getting to live so close to them. Um, my parents are uh, live about 30 minutes north up in Springdale. Um, you know, just I get to go home, go visit home pretty often. Um, yeah, the fire is really loud. Um, but yeah, so I get to go home, visit pretty often. It's been nice to be this close. You know, I uh, commuted my first whole semester, and that was the worst. So then I moved in here, and that was much better. But uh, yeah, homeschooled, played ultimate a lot, all four years of high school. We went to nationals twice. I was pretty good at it, you know. Only started three of the four years I was in high school. I think maybe just two. I don't know. But yeah. Well, that was that was nice. You completely went through my first three questions with that. <laughs> oh no. My second question was, tell us about your unusual path in college. My third question oh. was, so I hear you like Frisbee. I can go in depth on both of those a little more. Let's go in depth a little bit more about my unusual college career. Yes. Um, so I, uh, as a senior in high school, I took College Credit Plus classes. I was, um, you know, at uh, Sinclair Community College, um, and I was considering going to potentially the University of Dayton. It was a little out of my price range, you know, very expensive school, but a good school. Um, I was going to go there for mechanical engineering. Um, and then I got a few other offers, one of them being from UC, and I realized with UC I could live at home, um, you know, save money that way, so that was a great opportunity. So I took that. I learned later that commuting was not the right thing for me. Um, I do really value, like, being in a community, and I felt very disconnected and isolated living off campus and commuting, and I was blessed with a very fortunate opportunity to move into the stronghold uh, my um, second semester of freshman year. Um, and then, uh, obviously, you know, COVID happened, and then I'm obviously back here now, which has been great. And during the summer, I ended up changing majors out of engineering because, uh, you know, engineering just didn't really fit fit my lifestyle. It's just not something I was very passionate about. So I, I changed and mm, followed in the footsteps. Yes, yes, that's why you changed. That's mm. why I changed. That's a big factor in why I changed. It's not the only factor. There were other reasons that's why I changed. Mm-hmm. I'm just choosing not to go into those. <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay, I'll say it. Math is hard. Math is not my strong suit. Whatever. Big whoop. Um, but yeah, so I followed in the uh, footsteps of the not-so-late but very great Paul Stucker. Um and I went to operations management. Um, and it's been going great so far. Yeah. Yes, you want to talk a little bit more about your Frisbee career? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, taking a drink of water. Um, so Ultimate was a big part growing up. My dad actually helped to uh, found the league in Cincinnati 
Um, we were one of the first four teams. My brother helped found the team when he was in like eighth grade. So, you know, I grew up knowing I was going to play ultimate. That was just a fact of life. In middle school, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like it that much. I didn't like, I just wasn't super interested about it. And then like late eighth grade, something just switched and I was like super excited to get to play. Then freshman year rolled around and I got to play and it was fun and I really enjoyed it. And then like, you know, I got better and better, got in better shape, like, and then by senior year, I was one of the starters and like, you wouldn't think of our team without thinking of me. And, you know, I did a lot on the field, did a lot off the field. I was one of the, I was the spirit captain, which meant I was pretty much in charge of like, making sure everyone on the team was like, playing well, playing with like, not making stupid calls because it's self-refereed. Um, so yeah, we went to nationals my sophomore and my senior year. We got fifth and 12th respectively. Um, and our team had one state every year except for one year um, before my sophomore year, which we came in second. Then my junior year, we came in second again. And then my senior year, we came in third because we played the team that we should have played in the finals in the semifinals. So, you know, that was a little unfortunate. But um, all of them were very fun tournaments. State is probably one of my favorite tournaments I've ever played, especially my junior year. Uh, we played Savage, which is you just have seven guys on the field the whole time. It'd be like if you had the same 11 guys playing both sides of the ball in football. It's unbelievably difficult, and we did that the whole day Saturday, and then we got two subs on Sunday. So, you know, I was completely gassed. All of us were completely gassed by the end of the weekend. My leg was like, I don't know if, how intensive cramps you've ever gotten, but the back of my calf was like flat, mm. like perfectly like both vertically and horizontally flat. And that was the scariest thing ever. I was like, I'm going to die. This is how it ends. They're gonna have to amputate my leg. And then someone rolled it out for me and it was much better, but you know, got intense. We played hard. <laughs> I imagine at a national level, it's pretty intense. Yeah, just a little bit. Mental health. Oh, uh, yes, I understand you suffer from depression with being a Bengals fan. Would you like to kind of elaborate more on hey, that? Hey, hey, we beat the Titans, okay? We beat the Titans the week that the Browns and the Packers lost. So I was the, me and Joe were the only happy ones in the whole house. Do you want to talk about the week before that? No, I don't want to talk about the week before that. You want to talk that. about the week before that? Nope. I want to talk about the week before that? Uh, that was Jacksonville, I think. So yes, I will talk about that. That wasn't Jacksonville. That wasn't, was that the week before, yes. before that? Okay. Uh, so no, I don't want to talk about that week. But the week before that one, when we played Jacksonville, that was also a great week. Um... I will say this, there's only one person I think that can beat Joe Burrow in Rookie of the Year uh, as far as offensively, and that is Justin Herbert, who was the only other quarterback who would have been okay with us drafting. He has um, beautiful hair. He has beautiful hair. He's playing really well. I'm very happy for him because I did want him to do well. Because I, I saw like we were talking about maybe drafting him, even though I knew we were going to go with Burrow the whole time. Um, and I was like, okay, I would actually be okay with getting this guy. And it, I was right. I would have been okay with having Justin Herbert. 17 touchdowns in all of his starts so far. Pretty good, pretty good stats, actually. He's thrown for a lot of yards. Yeah, he's, he's a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now, being homeschooled, obviously there are pros and cons of that. What would you say is the best part of being homeschooled? And then like the part you feel like you missed out on, not going to... Um, the normal grade school, like some of us. Probably the best part of being homeschooled was just the lack of having to do things. I slacked off so much. I got straight A's, even in classes that weren't taught by my mom. I was like a good enough student where I could just like, 
walk into class, they'd tell me the stuff, I'd remember it, leave class, go write the paper, and then be done and call it a week. I did most of my homework, so we would have co-op, which was, you know, school one day a week. Um, and we would have co-ops on Friday, usually. I did all of my homework Thursday night. Hmm. And I was fine. I got straight A's. Um, yeah, and then probably the worst part was definitely some of the social stuff, I think. Like, there were just certain elements of, like, you know... I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like, there were certain social things that we definitely missed, that I definitely missed out on being homeschooled, that, like, I learned about from my public school friends. Um, but, like, we didn't miss out on, like, prom or, like, homecoming or anything. I actually think my, my personal favorite, like, thing we ever did was the uh, riverboat dance. We rented out a riverboat every October and would just, like, go down the Ohio River. It was awesome. I got to do the music for it all four years. And I got rave reviews. I had one mom complain, but you know, it's a homeschool mom. They're like, was it just <laughs> too raunchy? Yeah, well, I played the the song uh, Despacito and Wobble. Wobble, I understood. I was like, okay, it's a little suggestive, but Despacito is in Spanish. Like, even if you look up the translation, it's really not that was bad. Was it the original Despacito, or was it the Justin Bieber Despacito? It was the Justin Bieber Despacito. Oh, disappointing. disappointing. Well, listen, I was I was not catering to my own taste. This was catering to the crowd. And so I was like, all right, I'll give you what you want. You want Justin Bieber. I know you, you people with terrible musical taste. That's right. Everyone I went to high school with, you're being called out right now on my podcast that reaches 20-some-odd people. <coughs> yeah. Yes. I'm calling you all out. You have terrible musical taste. Now, Except for Julian. Julian, <laughs> sandwich-making songs is the single greatest playlist of all time. Speaking of catering and sandwich-making, you've worked for Chick-fil-A for a little bit. You want to share some of your favorite Chick-fil-A moments with us? Uh, no, I really don't. I don't have any favorite You don't moments. have any favorite moments? No. My f all of my favorite moments are getting to, like, be yelled at by customers for, like, things that I definitely didn't do. No, there are some, there are some other good moments. We played um, hide-and-seek in our store after close a couple times. Those were a lot of fun. Um, my friend Ethan was uh, heading off for college. Um... And so we, we played hide-and-seek on his last night. Um, a few times I got to go up on the roof with, uh, with some of my friends. That was fun. I'm not going to say who because, you know. Well, no, wait, neither of them work there anymore. It was Skylar and Thomas. Who, this isn't going to make sense to any of you guys. But, you know, my friends Skylar and Thomas took me up on the roof of Chick-fil-A one time. It was very fun. Um, but things have been going much better. We just remodeled. Um, it's much, you've got much more space in the drive-thru now. That was like, if anyone was going to die in our store, someone was going to just chop their head off in our drive-thru. Now we don't have that issue anymore, uh, which is, you know, very nice. Um, I think another, another fun thing is uh, I, I've made a very good friend, Kevin, and also my friend Noah and Thomas, the guy that took me up on the roof. Uh, those, are, those are some friends that I will have for a very long time. They're all great guys. Uh, Kevin and I actually trained together. We are, like, one of the few training groups that has, like, stayed together through our whole careers there so far. Although, I will be the first to leave of the two of us, because he's a manager and I'm just a team leader. And I also don't like it there that much, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a fun place, you know. Every once in a while you get guests that just, like, yell at you for no reason. It's like, I didn't do anything wrong. You're just dumb. Don't know how to order food. Like this lady the other day. 
was uh, told by a certain director that she could get a cash refund. We have never been able to give out cash refunds. And she was told this by a director, someone who has worked there for over four years. And me, working there for not even two years yet, had to tell her, I'm sorry, they lied to you. And I said, I'm sorry that they misled you in that way. And she said, no, they did the right thing. You're the one that's... I don't even remember what she, exactly how she phrased it, but somehow... You're out of order. Yeah, somehow she put the blame on me, and it's like, no, this is not at all my fault. I have nothing to do with this. I didn't tell you that, you know, you can get a cash refund when you definitely can't. Um, so, you know, I love getting yelled at for other people's mistakes, which happens way too often at our store. Also, yelling at people who don't know how to drive. We've had three people get caught. We have a, uh, a concrete, like... Um, curb around our drive through now we've had three different cars get caught trying to go over it it's unreal how bad people are at driving like unbelievable it's it's actually kind of impressive almost i mean we've all seen bad drivers haven't we ryan <sighs> what <laughs> nothing ryan's just here in the background so getting into a little <laughs> getting into a little bit more of the fun hypotheticals We've done the uh, the last meal question before with you. You were you've interviewed with that. So I've answered that twice now. Yes. So going on same vein as that though. Let's say you're going to prison on Monday. It's a Friday. How are you spending that last weekend free? Ooh. You have three grand in your bank account. Three grand. Wow. That's more than I think I've I, ever. Had. I wanted to give you a little bit of flexibility with what you could do. That's a lot of flexibility. Um. Oh boy. Is, hold on, am I under COVID protocols? Like, is, is no. coronavirus still a thing? This is just a normal weekend? You are under normal laws. Okay. And you are going to jail, life in prison. Life in prison. Well, I think the obvious answer is go to whatever sports games are that weekend. And go to the tailgate beforehand. Because I'm already going away to, like, to prison, so like clearly I've done something pretty bad. Or you're so, just accused, allegedly. Or I was just accused, yeah. but... That's always our death row. You're falsely accused. That's true. That's true. I like to think that I actually did something, preferably tax evasion. I don't, I, this has become a recurring theme, but I really just don't want to pay taxes. And you I really should stop saying that on the record. This is off the record. This is on, this is on the Who's record. To this <laughs> For legal reasons, that's a joke. I, I totally... <laughs> there you go. I love paying taxes. Paying taxes is one of my favorite things there I do. There you go. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd probably, like, I don't know, throw a party with a bunch of my friends, mm -hmm. just hang out with, like, people that I know already, because, like, I wouldn't want to hang out with a bunch of strangers before going away to prison. I'd just, like, throw a giant party with, like, all the guys from here, all my friends from high school, everyone in between. It'd be fun. Just be a fun time. You know, pay for everyone to, like... Make sure they're here, throw it on Saturday night, go to mass the next morning, and then go to jail. Go to jail. Obviously, I'd, you know, I'd watch all the football I could that weekend as well. Pretty sure they still have TVs in prison. They might, but I'm not going to run that risk. I'm going to make sure I, you know, get my fair share of, like, good football. See, that was not the answer I was hoping for. I was hoping you'd have an elaborate escape attempt of fleeing the country. Ooh, that would be another good answer. You but got here's three the thing. grand. I gave you three grand. Yeah. Nah. If I'm going to prison, might as well. I mean, that's why I don't want to pay taxes. 
I, I get to reap the benefits of other people paying taxes. I get f- three square meals a day, free rec time. You know, I get to hang out with a bunch of other dudes. It's great. It's, it's pretty much what I do here. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they have Paul. They might have they, better meat than squirrel meat. They, mm. You going to answer that? Ooh. <laughs> Ah, I proposed it as a question. You gonna answer that question? They probably. You're <laughs> do, asking. Do, do I you think, think they have better meat than squirrel meat in prison? I think at times yes, but at other times probably not. I'm sure there is like at least one type of meat that is at least like a tier above squirrel meat. Squirrel yeah. meat is not particularly low on my meat tier list, actually. What's what's the lowest meat on your meat tier list? Mm, that's a very good question. Raccoon. Not that I've ever tried raccoon, but I'm just assuming. Of the meats you've eaten. Of the meats I've eaten. Oh well then. Probably, probably squirrel. Okay. I'm going to be honest. It's probably squirrel. Okay. Not that it's bad. Again, that's like a, it's like, what, what, what does the letter go down to? Does it go down to E? I think it's E, right? Is the bottom. If you look at like the, the tier list of like S, S, A, B, C, D. Or F. Depends on yeah. whichever one. It's, it's probably like a C or D on my personal mm-hmm. tier list. So like, not terrible, but you don't really, like it's, it's more of a niche mm-hmm. thing. You want to try it every once in a while? Yeah. All right. And then sort of the final question. Uh, if you could be in a battle royale with any, you get one character as your teammate from any any continuity, any TV show, any movie, you Ooh. pick one character to be your your teammate. They do not get any of their powers or abilities. All they would get is their intelligence and personality. Oh, well, then I'm obviously going with, like, Wait, so, like, when you say none of their, like, abilities, you mean, like, special abilities, right? Like, if like they just superpowers have, or anything like that, yes. What are we, like, because I'm thinking, like, Captain America. He is just a normal man. He doesn't get super strength. He can be strong. But he but can he be, still be, like, because yes. no matter what, he's stupid strong. He's as strong as a normal man. But he still has all the knowledge of being a super soldier. Yes. So well, he, also, Chris Evans, I don't think he's as strong as a normal man. I'm going to be honest. Fine, you get... You get the strength of the actor playing them. Okay, that's... Or actress. That's true, because I could... Yeah. Because, like, Black Widow would be, would be helpful to have, because, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going for the stealth mode, she's the person to pick, obviously. But I don't know... I've never been a big stealth guy. I'm, I'm more of the, you know, run-and-gun type. You've, you've played Battle Royales with me. You I know have. how I play. <laughs> play like an idiot. It's <laughs> just like, ah, guy, run. Um... Oh, that's a very good question. Because, like, I'm, I'm also thinking... I'll give you my answer. So my answer, I'm going to stick with because I did have a dream. I was once in a battle royale, and I dreamed my teammate. My teammate was Dwight Schrute, and I'm going to stick with that. Honestly, yeah, that's not a bad, that's not a bad answer. Because he has the strength of a normal man and a baby. And a baby. <laughs> he does get that ability. He does get that. That that one you have to keep because, you know, it's just it's, true to who he is. It's just too unique. So um, I'm sticking with my dream. I, would bl- I, would, I believe in Dwight Schrute. Did he That's kill me at the end of the dream just so he could win by himself? Yes. Did I but go down with just respect fist bumping him? Yes. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's Dwight. You have to respect that. Fact. That's, <laughs> that's who he is. It's just a, it's just a fact of life. Um, uh, like, I'm also tempted to like go with like Captain Price or something like that because he's not like a superhero mm-hmm. or anything. He's just super knowledgeable about like how war works. You know, because I'm a COD nerd, and I've played through most of the campaigns. Captain Price, for those who don't know, is from Call of Duty. Yeah, that's <laughs> the primary game we're referencing as well. Um, 
Oh, there's so many, so many good options. I can pick anyone real or fake, right? Yeah. You can pick a real person if you want. I could pick a real person. I feel like you cannot pick Jesus. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even think it. That wasn't even like who I first went to. I was going to like legit soldiers that I knew. Because <laughs> like my dad was in the military. I could just pick my dad. We'll just go through war. That'd be fun. That would like it would be fun. Good. Here's the thing though. What if they pull the Hunger Games twist where you have to kill your teammate at the end? That would be very sad. But I think my dad would let me kill him. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You don't want to earn. Ah, oh, disappointing. What? It's fine. All right, you. No, have... I would. I would also offer to like let him kill me. But I don't know. My dad is not my final answer because that just sounds really. That sounds like the setup for a sad movie. Um, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with either Captain America or Captain Price. Okay. Those are those are my two picks. Captain. <laughs> maybe, maybe Ghost also from Call of Duty, mm. but he also does just die out of nowhere. So like I'm keeping that in mind. I'm really I'm thinking or soap. I could go with soap. Also from the Modern Warfare franchise. Um, man, a lot of good characters from that. A lot of very interesting guys. They're all British, too. Which is kind of cool. What? <laughs> I, I'm just... I think, I think I'm going to go with Captain Price. Final okay. answer. All right. Locking that one in. All right, we're launching the Battle Royale right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This Load just it up. flips the script. I actually want you into an arena right now. Let's go. Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, I would die pretty quick. I'm not going to lie. I think I'd be okay. I think I could last a little bit. It depends on, like, whether or not I have, like... Well, you know, assuming I don't have health regeneration, but, like, if I don't have to, like, eat or sleep... You have your... It's normal stuff. You do have to find food. It's just straight up I'm a normal person. There's a cornucopia. It's Hunger Games rules. So it's Hunger Games rules. Okay, so I'm going into the Hunger Games. Then, yeah, I'm still going to stick with Captain Price. Because, like... Sure, okay, Katniss Everdeen has won the Hunger Games however many stupid times, but I don't know, I just, I think I'd rather have some guy who's been into several war zones, uh, to see what I did there. I did see what you did. Um, But no, like, some dude who's fought in several actual wars and is like a fully grown adult (laughs) fighting by my side, who like, really knows what he's doing and has been trained his whole life to do this, I I think I'm going to pick that guy. (laughs) All right. And then final, final question. Where do you see yourself in 10 years when you are 20 years old? When you are nine, tw- sorry, 29 years old. 29 years old. There you go. I um, am in business and also not good at math. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully, like, still living somewhere in Ohio. I, I do love Ohio a lot. I thought you were just going to end it with hopefully still living. Hopefully still <laughs> I living. I was just going to be like, all right, that's good enough. That's it. <laughs> just hopefully still alive. <laughs> um, probably probably living in Cincinnati somewhere, um, working for some company with a wife and kids. I don't know, just living the American dream. Kids plural already? I mean, years? my brother's just turned 30 and has three kids, so like, it's reasonable. He got married at 26. Mm. It's, I think, it's possible. again, it's dependent on what my wife wants because, you know, she's the one that has to carry the kids. I'm, don't have that much to do with it. <laughs> All right. I just have to pay for them later. That's it. That's like my main job. Wow. I feel like this is slightly offensive to men. <laughs> no, I think that's accurate. We don't. You have to support her. Well, yeah. That's thoughts too. from the peanut gallery? Um, yeah, I agree. It's, uh, <laughs> with what? me? With who? Wait, who did? I agree with Sam. 
Yeah. That's quite a hot take from Brendan. We don't have to, I mean, we have to be emotionally supportive and then financially And physically supportive. supportive. Well, yeah, Spiritually supportive. supportive. Physically supportive. Those are all implied in supportive. You said emotionally supportive. Yes, I was specifying emotionally supportive. Because, you know, I've... I've vicariously yes. lived Does through Does she have to carry the baby? Yes. Do you have to carry her? Yes. Yeah, probably sometimes. There were definitely times that my brother carried his wife. Yeah. So, yeah. Just remember I don't that. know. Um, I would also, like, in five years, I see myself probably traveling a lot. Mm. I would be, you know, hopefully working for a company, but preferably with, like, a traveling, some sort of traveling job. Because I do want to, I do want to travel. Um, but it's hard to settle down when you're in a traveling job. Yeah, but I'd try and pick one that I have a pretty easy way out of. Um, you know, that's going to be hard to do, but... Plan inspection. That's yeah. what my dad does, but he was an engineer. Yeah, not that. But you can still do it. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, so this has really been your interview. It's been a little shorter, but... We're pretty short. We're at only 25 minutes at this point. Well... Do you have any questions, comments you'd like to share? Any um, interesting stories from the past few months? From the past few months? Well, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I finally finished The Clone Wars. Ah, yes. It's Both of them. <laughs> both of them. Yeah, we watched, we watched the OG Clone Wars, and then I just finished the season seven of The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. Um, yeah, and it was, it was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I, I will agree with the most common criticism that the Ahsoka storyline, while good, it just, I don't know, it wasn't very interesting. That's the um, biggest issue, is that if it was just a normal Clone Wars season, it would have been fine. But yeah, because absolutely. it was so hyped up, it was, I watched it live when it was coming out. Like, mm-hmm. So I was especially just like, oh my gosh, just get to the end, see the end arc, because the end arc looks so good in the yeah. trailers, and then it was even better than I thought it was going to be. It, took me so long to figure out why their helmets had the red on it, and then I eventually realized, oh, because it's her face, and that made so much sense to me. What? I didn't, <laughs> I, no, 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 it wasn't like, I only realized that, for those of you listening, Sam just gave me the stare of, are you an idiot? I just saw it on the posters, and that's all you see. You don't see her face next to it. You see the posters, and then I watched the episode, and it's like, it's her face. Oh, and sure, I did feel like an idiot at that moment. Whatever. But here's the thing. Up until that point, I was just like, that looks kind of stupid. And then I like once I watched the episode, I was like, oh, okay, that's really cool. I like that a lot. So would you say Dave Filoni is one of your favorite directors? Yeah, absolutely. He did a great job on The Mandalorian. He's can, you, can you name his other work? The Clone Wars. That's can you name his other work? What's his other, other work? Oh, I do know it. It's right on the tip of my... Oh, wasn't it... Um, Oh, shoot, what was it? Ryan, what show are you watching with Luke right now? Oh, that's right, Avatar. Yeah, he did Avatar, which is, I think, my... mm, Oh, it's so hard to say this is my favorite show of all time. Best character story arc ever. Accurate. Very accurate. What's it? It's between that and what? It's between that, like Phineas and Ferb in The Office. Ah, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb is a great show. Underrated. Unbelievably underrated. Like, just some of the jokes that they have in there are, like, timelessly funny. I still haven't watched the last season of Phineas and Ferb. I have not either. I, no, that's a lie. I've watched a lot of it. I haven't watched four episodes. It's, like, the Alka Files and then, like, the last days of summer. 
Mm, the last days of summer one's supposed to make you cry. Because, I, yeah, I'm fully expecting to cry. And I kind of want to watch it with my parents because we watched oh. a lot of Phineas and Ferb together. I was going to offer um, to watch it with you, but it's fine. We can, watch it, we can watch it together, too. I will willingly watch that multiple... Well, no, I don't know. I can't watch uh, High School Musical 3. It still makes me emotional. I, couldn't, I could not watch it my entire senior year of no. high school. Because it, it was like I was leaving we, my sport behind. Oh, you were I, sad. <laughs> I was really sad. I was, I like, was so happy to leave high school. I, no, <laughs> I, I had a great high school senior year. My senior year was fantastic. Um, you know, leaving Ultimate was really sad for me. You know, going away to college was really sad for me. A lot of my friends were leaving. You know, I have friends like now at a bunch of like I have friends up at OSU. Mm-hmm. I have a friend at Franciscan. Ex friends at OSU. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. No, they're still very much my friends. I like to talk crap about football, but <laughs> still very much my friends. Did you, uh, this is a little off base, but you see there's still, like some projections that OSU might not make the playoffs. They might like, it might be that. two ACC and two SEC schools, mm, which okay. like is Who, not how so I want. Who's it looking at? Who are they looking at? Florida and Alabama and then Clemson, Clemson and, Notre and Notre Dame. Okay. Which I don't like. Um, as much as yeah. I don't like OSU, I think they should make it in if they go unbeaten. And if then, they go undefeated, yeah. And because they definitely should get in over Florida and yeah. right now, Clemson. Yeah. Clemson, if, when Clemson beats Notre Dame, obviously that's different. But Well, it's really funny. So um, someone I know who goes to Notre Dame posted something saying, uh, Notre Dame is undefeated in in-conference games. And they've been independent for like <laughs> 10 years. They're, in the, they're undefeated. They're, that's they're, right. It's like when Xavier... It's like when Xavier people are like, we haven't lost in football in like 100 years. It's like, because you haven't had football in 100 you years. Haven't had, but it's facts. They my, haven't. Yeah, that, I mean, that's totally fair. That's what my mom always likes to say. Um, and then I'm like, well, we'd love you to have a football team because it'd be awesome. Because we would just murder you every time. It'd be like when we play OU or Miami. Yeah, it's just an absolute slaughter. Um, that'd be awesome. What was I going to say? Oh, my, uh, my, one of my cousins, went. Uh, he grew up down in Florida. And I think it was his high school had shirts that said... Undefeated in football since something, and it was because they didn't have a football team. And it's like, okay, it's actually pretty funny. I can get behind that. Have you actually seen like the Xavier football helmets that they sell? I think I have once or twice. They actually look pretty cool. I'm I mean, not, yeah. I'm not knocking. I'm not Blue's, knocking. Blue Blue is a really easy color yes. to use, though. Let's be real. It's it's a white helmet, and then it's got the X on it, and then it's got blue face mask. It's got yeah. The see, that's easy. See, I wish they had a football team because that'd be so much fun. It would, it would be fantastic games. Like the homecoming game? Someone would Xavier. probably get murdered. I'm not going to lie. Someone that's would very die. true. Given our basketball history. Given our basketball history, someone would act. But that's... Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like people get way more hyped up over football. That's, it's, it's a significantly more violent sport. That's the biggest issue right now with the UC-Xavier rivalry is that people see the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry with the game, one of probably one of, if not the biggest college football games of the year besides... Well, one of the biggest sports games. Of the yeah, year. it's huge. It's it's the single biggest rivalry in yeah. sports, I'd say. Sure, people can argue like Barcelona versus uh, yeah. Real Madrid or like uh, Packers versus Bears. Sure, great rivalries, whatever. But do you have an entire campus? Do you have professors you, that cross out a letter? One of the most common letters USA ever. USA versus Russia, Miracle on Ice. Well, that wasn't really a. Um, it's beautiful. It's not really a rivalry. That's just a well. No, it kind of is because it it's stretching in the, it space, like the race. space race. It's huge. <laughs> and remember, it's it's not, not, it doesn't exist anymore. It's not America versus Russia. It's America versus the USSR. And who won? 
America. You know but why? Because we're still here. Back to my point. <laughs> Everybody sees that, and then like, well, yes, the Michigan-Ohio State basketball games are not as exciting. Yes. But there's still that, like, there's still the hype there. There's, oh, absolutely. The UC Xavier basketball game is better than those. But absolutely. if we had a football game, too, It'd that real, it would, because, number one, the reason the UC Xavier rivalry is unlike any other rivalry in sports is because we're we're neighbors. We're like we're next twenty minutes away. Walking Not even distance. Tw- yeah, walking distance. <laughs> like I could walk to Xavier probably and back and get back before midnight. Yeah, and that's the beautiful spot at nine thirty. Because absolutely. if we had a football game and if they had football games, we can travel very easily. Now, if you tried to walk over there and back at nine thirty at night, you no. would get mugged. Yes, probably. <laughs> something bad would happen to you. But. The thing is, is that that's why it'd be huge. And like, we could, if, like, at some point, when that gets big enough, just move it to Paul Brown. Yeah. And that would be so much fun. Mm-hmm. It would also generate a bunch of revenue for both schools. And Paul Brown. And Paul Brown, <laughs> yeah. Cause Which means more draft picks for the Bengals. It's not like they're going to use that. No. <laughs> We're not going to use. But that's always been my biggest thing of like, when people are like, ah, oh, it's like, I I would really love for Xavier to get a football team. I mean, they wouldn't do anything for the first couple of years. I don't know. Like I don't like who would who would go to Xavier over say an X kids. Say an X kids. Say an X kids. Get, if they just start recruiting in the in, like <laughs> if locally. they primarily recruited from the Catholic high schools in Cincinnati, oh, I they, think they could have a decent team. They would have a LaSalle team. is stacked. LaSalle, LaSalle, Moeller. Moeller's not good. <laughs> Moeller, eh, nah. well, okay. Muller is a high school that has players who... They have, could, like, a few in them. They have a few. But here's the thing. All you need is those few to commit to your school, then you're fine. You don't, you don't need the whole team. You just need a and few like of those And, like, Xavier guys. has great, like... You can target Roger Bacon. Um, I mean, they have that fantastic running back. I mean, if you're talking schools with student-to-knowledge-of-that-school ratio of, like, I know that, like, I think Xavier's way up there because, like, they're only, Absolutely. what, like, 6,000 kids, and they, like... You ask someone, oh, you know, like, who Xavier is? Like, oh, yeah, it's them. Yeah. Like you ask someone like name the like you name someone not from Ohio name a Catholic college in Ohio Xavier's probably the only one they're gonna name cause, yeah well there's UD people know who UD is but not for being a Catholic school no and UD also school. doesn't have the national recognition that Xavier has I no. don't think well it is I mean it is a very good good school they also have the uh, the single largest or is it the single it's like one of the largest Marian libraries yeah um, like, but I think. And they have more students than Xavier. But if you go outside of Ohio, people know Xavier. People do not know UD. People know Xavier mostly for basketball, too. Only for basketball. Yeah. Like, not necessarily academics. They mostly know for... Exactly. So, so anyway, I would love that rivalry. I would love that so much because it's... Call it thick. Be like, hey, Luke, what's up? Yell at Xavier. No. (laughs) Go yell at Xavier and tell him. See, this hey. is this isn't the year to do it. This would be the year to start building a football stadium for them. They have a pretty nice stadium, actually. It's not a football stadium. It's their no. soccer stadium. Yeah. Their soccer stadium's really yeah. nice. I'm, like, I'm a big fan of going over there and playing ultimate. It's very fun. Um, Dissing on Gettler right now? No, Gettler's better. But thank you. There's so there's has one thing that is quote unquote better. And it's not even, it's simply because of their location that it is in any way, again, quote unquote, better. They have a really big curved wall that's really fun to throw like a disc along. Mm. 
because like you just get it to glide the wall perfectly. It's very satisfying. It's like the primary reason. Gettler is actually probably a nicer field, like the actual field itself. I mean, they take really good care of it, which is yeah, weird because I've never seen them like redo the turf. I see them redo the turf on Nippert. I've seen them redo like the once turf. a week. <laughs> redo the turf on a like no like pick up the turf. Yeah, it's like yeah. a once a year thing for Nippert. Yeah. And then like they put the old turf on like Sheikley, but like I never see them do anything with Gettler, but it's always just super nice. Mm -hmm. I guess they just do good upkeep on it. Yeah. They don't. They probably don't like fully change out the turf very often. Yeah. Simply because like it's they don't just use they don't paint it that much either. I think is the no. only thing. They just, like, paint like, it once and it stays really well. I've seen one actual, like, game be played on Gettler, and it was women's lacrosse. I've watched a ton of stuff on there. Yeah. When I was trying to get the, all those ruckus points freshman year, I watched a bunch of women's soccer, men's soccer, women's lacrosse. My friend Christian played club lacrosse for our guys' team. I watched them play Xavier. Some Xavier kids came, and then we smacked them. It was awesome. Nice. Uh, on, the, on the field. We did not smack them off the field. I'm going to stipulate that. You're a very you hospitable guest. Wait, what? Not really. I was I was saying you should have smacked him. So well, like, we try, try, to be, try to be civil. <laughs> you go to Xavier, loser. Loser. Yep, there's <laughs> very few things I would recommend going to Xavier over UC for. Teaching, probably. That's really yeah. it. Our teaching college is not good at UC. Oh, you're saying like... I thought you were saying like professors, and I was like... No, to become no. a teacher. Um, To become a Definitely teacher. not for Catholicism. <laughs> It's not the place to go. No, you should go to Franciscan University of Steubenville for that. Or even even here is arguably like better. We have a better Catholic community by far. Yeah, but if you're actually like going for theology, if you're going for theology, absolutely go to Franciscan. Yes. Franciscan's an amazing school for that sort of thing. Yes, some of the, like the best and brightest like yeah. Catholic people I know went to Franciscan. Same. I know a guy there who got a 35 on his ACT. He had a 4.0. He graduated this semester with a, uh, ma a with a degree in chemical engineering and a minor in theology. He is entering the seminary in January. Wow. That's an impressive resume. Yes, I'm very happy for him. I'm yeah, really excited. I think awesome. he's going to do a great job. I talked to his mom when I was back home two weeks ago. She's, nice. like, she's like, yeah, you know, really happy that they know he's in because he actually hasn't like sent in his letter saying, oh, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, they know. <laughs> they know. They're very excited. Yeah. Because I heard from Father Christopher Geiger. Yep. Love that man. Um, I heard, like, a little too late that they had, like, I mean, not too late because, you know, I'm not an engineer anymore, but uh, they had a, they have a program where you get an associate's degree at Franciscan and then go to Notre Dame, I believe, for free, or for heavily it's discounted. It's not going to be for it's free. It's not free. <laughs> it's like, I think it's fairly discounted in like in-state pricing and Franciscan's to, already really expensive yeah but you get to go to Notre Dame for in-state pricing or there's some other discount applied to it and finish up with an engineering degree but actually Franciscan was very prepared for coronavirus because um, as of last fall before like last fall they were already planning on trying to add at least 20,000 online students by really? 2023 was their goal so they were already building up that infrastructure, and then coronavirus hit. So they, if so anything, they're like, like they're like, here we go. They're like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, well, this works perfect out. opportunity to try yeah. this out. So very clearly, God-driven university. What was what was also cool is that they, uh, for any incoming freshman or anyone that transferred, their first semester was free. Yeah, which was they're doing really innovative stuff over there. Yeah, 
Which is always nice to see. I'm really rooting for him. I've I've been there. And I think it makes sense to try it at a smaller one. school like that. Yes, I've been there once. I uh, still have yet to actually visit the campus. It was an interesting trip. I slept on a tile floor. My shampoo bottle exploded all all of my clothes, and I still had a good time. Nice. Yeah, I had to go to the laundromat there, which <laughs> which was so weird. It was like yeah. a free laundromat, but it was, it was just like. I yep. need to go up and visit my friend Mike. I I haven't seen him in them. It's a hell of a trip. Yeah, I might see if uh, some of other friends will go up with me. I could take Joe too. His old stomping ground. Yeah, that's true. If my or friend's still there, I'd go with you. But we'll talk to Joe at some point. Yeah. You know, we'll get we'll get his interview. That's true. Going. When we eventually interview Joe or Tony or Tony, depending on which one happens first. Or Stephen, if you're listening, Stephen, we're coming for you. Steven, we're gonna get you eventually. Um. But yeah, we'll uh we'll eventually, you know, start branching outside of the house. It's fun to have yes. us. If you'd like to be on the Stronghold podcast, always feel free to reach out to us. We still have uh, lots of guests lined up, so don't expect to get on anytime soon. Yeah, definitely uh, hit us hit us up on our uh, on our house Instagram. It's uh, at UC Stronghold SPO. I don't know. I still don't have access to it. I sent out the... Oh my gosh. You have access to it. You just haven't... You can hit me up on social media on Venmo at Ritzy1. It's yes. also my handle for other social medias, but Venmo but is my preferred Venmo. social media. <laughs> Please make sure it's a payment and not a request. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I don't remember what my Venmo thing is, but Sam and I can split it. That'll be fine. That's what he thinks. But No, I will make sure. So actually, let's, uh, let's talk about the Stronghold Podcast. What inspired you to start this podcast? I wanted to start a podcast. I'm going to be straight up. I just really, like, I had bought a really nice mic over quarantine for no really good reason. I just wanted a nicer mic for my PC gaming. Which is funny, because whose mic do we actually use for the podcast most of the time? Most of the time we've been using Paul's. We have not been using mine, because mine doesn't have the same, like, range pickup. It works really well for, like, um, calls and stuff. But for anything outside of that, it doesn't work super well if you're trying to, like, pick up a group of people. Um, Ryan's trying to, trying to get your attention. I just wanted to say hi. Hi, Ryan. I was just checking if he was asleep. <laughs> no, he's, he's still awake. No. He's working. But, um, but then, now we have, uh, now we have new mics. Um, you know, they're attached to our shirts. Indeed. You they're, can hear my heartbeat. Probably not. Probably not. Hopefully not. That'd be kind of, that would be, I would definitely <laughs> be seeing that on the, on the audio If anyone's here. a cardiologist and you hear an irregular murmur, um, also please hit me up. Please. You can pit, you can request me on Venmo for that. Yeah, <laughs> or you can like, you know, call us <laughs> or something. Call an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, please call nine one one and send it to us. Um, uh, and then, to that, what's your what's your long term goal with this podcast? Do you have do you have like sort of an end goal in mind or just not really? I just kind of want to let people know more about the houses, like the people in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll we'll start to branch out into like the the two other houses, the fortress and the mountain. Um, you know, just let people sort of get a peek into our lives. I think it's it's also just a really fun, like, chance to, I don't know, develop stuff. I like I like to create things. This is a good creative outlet for me, you know. Um, I would like to eventually start a different podcast as well once I graduate. I think I'll probably change it up, um, mm. something like that. Would that still be interviewing people, or would it go into a more of a different route? I don't know. It sort of depends on what I'm what I'm feeling at that point. But I, I would like to keep, like, creating. I think it's fun to do. Um, we're looking to eventually, like, 
implement a video element, so keep an eye out for that. Um, we'll probably be starting a house YouTube channel here at some point. Oh my gosh, really? Am I going to yeah. have to look good for this? Ugh. No. I'm going to put pants on, really? Oh, come well, on. Well, okay, you might have to do that. <laughs> oh. I don't even do that for classes. <laughs> we all have to put pants Well, no, we can just record everything above the table. <laughs> <laughs> now we have pants on. <laughs> yeah, they definitely heard that one. Can Ryan just be in the background of every video, just in his bed? Headphones <laughs> on, yeah. just yelling. Not even... Not even like in the room, just like we move his bed to different parts of the house. <laughs> We're just outside on like the porch and Ryan's just like down a <laughs> little bit, just in his laying in his bed. Not even at our house, over the fortress laying in his bed. In the, in the road. <laughs> <laughs> we do one in the car and Ryan's bed's in like the bed of a truck or something. <laughs> That'd be, that would be pretty, pretty fantastic. Yeah, so I guess keep an eye out for that. I, that's I don't know when that's starting. That's, that's sort of between me and Luke on a... When we're going to start that up, that could be very well down the road. That might even not start till the spring, if even that. Yeah, because is it going to incorporate his, like, building Probably a little adventures? bit. I think, I think we'll incorporate that somewhat. Um, I don't know if I talked to him about that on our interview. Well. Well, that's something to talk to him about another <laughs> Maybe time. Maybe what he tunes, just don't say anything to him. Just let him tune in, and, like, this is where he'll get it from. Yeah. Um. Just like also for the house, uh, for your groceries, let me know for the next week. Yeah. I'm announcing it here so it counts. It's on record. <laughs> Wait, what? It's on record. Announce what, you, what do you want for groceries. Boom. Oh, uh, if they don't listen, they're fake fans. That's true. Um, do we have like provolone cheese? We don't have to go through the grocery list now. No, no, but I'm actually asking. Yeah, we got that big thing of cheese from Kroger, That's, remember? Was there provolone in there? I think so. Oh, that reminds me. I need to get my money from Luke for that. <laughs> That's true. You do. I don't you do need to get money from Luke. Um, shucks. What was I going to say? Something else about the podcast. Um, but yeah, I think it's just been a fun way to like get to know all the different guys in the house. Even even just for me, like getting to one-on-one talk to guys in the house. Um, and I think adding a co-host has been very helpful. Yeah, that's true. Um, you want to tell everyone what inspired your co-host? Like, what made you choose the certain co-host that you chose? Yours was one of the longest episodes, and it was one of the most fun. Exactly. Because, like, I mean, it wasn't, like, not fun to talk to the other two guys. It's just... (laughs) And then Yours was after. (laughs) Yours was after we added Sam. Do you want to be a co-host? Uh, no. (laughs) But yeah, um, we've always had, you know, good chemistry when it comes to, like, having fun conversations, so. Yeah, we have. That made you a pretty easy candidate for it. And you're also available most of the same times that I am. Yeah. Which is, I'm available always, to be fair. Story of my life right there. I'm available always. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) We just got real. All right. Yeah. And and with that, uh, no, just kidding. Um... But yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun, you know, starting this up. Um, I would like it to eventually grow a little bit more, um, but I think I think it's been a great way to like reach out to people a little bit. Um, yeah, shout out to probably one of my most consistent listeners, Rachel. That's um, true. Rachel has been consistently listening. Actually, cons- I talked to her the other day, and she's like, "Oh, I haven't listened in a few weeks." Wow, <laughs> so you might be wrong. Fan. We might have been shouting her out for a while, and she's not even listening to it. I've only shouted her out this one time. No, we shouted her out before. I'm pretty sure we did. We might have once. Um, also, still shout out to our fans in Germany. Uh, Are they still listening? 
I don't know. I don't remember much German. And I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying to speak German now. Uh, I'll learn some for the next episode. I'll, I'll learn a Span or not Spanish. Wow. I'll learn a German outro for the next episode. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Yeah, so the podcast has been a very fun way to reach out to people. It's been good. I said it like three times. I don't know what else to. I don't know what else you want to transition into. I just wanted to sit here silently and just kind of let you ramble, but that's been happening this whole episode. That's all this episode has been is just me rambling. <laughs> so, I think this is this will probably be the end as the fire's dying down a little bit. But going off of that, uh, let's just kind of end with a public service announcement of why Christmas music should not be played until after Thanksgiving. Because it's just not right. Thanksgiving is its own holiday. It deserves its respect. It has fought too hard for too long, stuck between Halloween, a time when you get all sorts of candy, and Christmas, when you get candy and presents, as like, oh, it's turkey day. Oh, boy, we got turkey. Wow. Like, but you also get, like, uh, what's the um, sweet potato thing? Ah, shoot, I can't think of what it's called. Sweet potato pie? Not sweet potato pie. Mashed potatoes? <laughs> no, it's the yams with the marshmallows on top. Isn't that just yams? <laughs> no, it's something... There's, like, a specific name for it. But anyways, that's my personal favorite thing. Stuffing slaps. I sort of know what he's talking you about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't about. know the name of it. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't remember the name. Google it. I he's, like, the tech guy in the corner with the, the laptop. He's the tech guy. <laughs> I don't feel like it. Um, yes. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, I actually, I know a priest where he'll listen to it only during the actual liturgical season of Christmas. That's Christmas and the eight days afterwards. Is it only eight days? Yes, I believe so. No, it should be 12 days because the 12 days of Christmas start on Christmas Day. Pretty sure the liturgical thing is only eight. Oh. Is it? Really? That doesn't sound right. I don't think there's a name for it. If there's a name for it, it should be yams. (laughs) It's candied yams. Candied yams. That's what it is. Candied yams. Um... Well, anyone, that's our trivia questions. How many actual liturgical days of Christmas are there? If you yes. Google it, God knows. Yeah, we will also know. God will tell us. We'll pray about it. We'll be like, hey, so-and-so Googled it. So whoever, we're raffling off Don't, Ryan. Ah. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> no one heard that. No, no one heard that. All right, if you didn't hear Ryan, but you know, come up and find us and answer us before the next podcast. Yeah. Um, Wait, are we recruiting tomorrow? You have... 24 hours. You have 24 <laughs> hours to find us. Um, and I don't leave the house a lot. <laughs> I really, no, I definitely not. I'll be at, ma- I'll be at morning mass tomorrow I will at 8 a.m. So I'll probably be, then I'll probably go on a run. Then I have online class. Then I might play tennis. Uh, I will probably be at home. And then I'll be at the Catholic Center later. I might, oh, I will be at the Catholic Center later. When we get information. Yeah. Um. Don't sing it. You'll get copyright striked. I'm not going to sing it because I don't know much else to the song. That's the only part I know. Actually, technically, uh, according to Spotify's rules, you can use any song that's on Spotify. Really? I believe that's the rule, yes. Wow, that's really helpful. Because they own, they technically own the license to the song and it's being played on their platform. So that's if, neat. So if it's only on Spotify, you're good. That's going to be really hard to find. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay, never mind. Anyways. But... Um, no, not the song. No, if your podcast is only on Spotify. Oh, right. yeah. Ours is on several other platforms. Well, then we could be copyright strict on those, but not yes. Spotify. But not Spotify. 
Um, besides, we, we're not running ads yet anyways. So, But yeah, also if you have any questions, please feel free to hit us up at any time for yeah. fun questions like that. Um, Go ahead and talk to us. We're at Catholic Bearcat Nights. You could ask us Decepticons or Autobots. That's a stupid question. I'll answer that now. Decepticons. No, Autobots. It's not a stupid question. No one says Decepticons roll out. That's not cool. Yeah, only losers say Autobots roll out. No, only cool dads say Autobots roll out. All right, well, we're going to end the podcast there so me and Brendan can throw some hands. But... No, no, we're going to discuss this like <laughs> we're gonna men. We're going to discuss it? Okay, fine. We're going to discuss this like men. Bumblebee is also objectively one of the coolest characters ever. Yeah. You know what else is cool? Flying. You know which pretty much every Decepticon can do? Fly. Okay. You know what's the most overrated superpower slash general power? Invisibility. <laughs> also, invi- <laughs> no, invisibility actually is. Yeah, you're right. Invisibility is top of that list. But second is flying. Yeah. Every, All you can do with invisibility is be a perv. Yeah, that's Flight, you can it. get somewhere quicker. Well, no, invisibility you can get into government, government warehouses, but then they probably have metal detectors and heat sensors and... Unless you can bypass both of those, which is going to be pretty difficult. Yeah, but here's to do. the thing: like, also, like, you're going to have to turn on a light in a room. That's not true. Do you know? How, do you know how much money they waste turning off the lights? Turning on and off the lights in every room. They See, the I had this conversation everywhere. with Ben and Luke, and they were like, "No, that's stupid. You should just turn them off and on." And I'm like, "No, you save energy by leaving you them on all the time." Save energy by leaving them on. And they didn't believe me. The engineers didn't the believe engin- that. Wow, it's because they don't know business. Exactly. I learned that from the office. Yeah. <laughs> But from from Ryan Howard, the MBA. Yeah. But also with Decepticons, their leader transforms into a gun, which is the okay. best part. <laughs> so, yeah, not a stupid awesome Mack truck. Optimus Prime is one of again one of the single coolest characters ever created. Yeah. Dude's got red and blue. Megatron got to be used as one of the greatest wide receivers as all times nicknames. Okay, that's that's a fair argument. I see that. However, Bumblebee, again. Also, Jazz. Jazz was one of the coolest. He was a freaking Porsche. And then he got ripped in half by Megatron. Oh, Megatron. Oh, I'm so cool. Oh, I lose in every movie slash TV show. Oh. Oh, the old spark. Oh, I want the old spark. <laughs> Ooh. Pretty sure both of them say the Allspark. Um, all the hey, time. guess who already has the Allspark though? The Autobots. Shia LaBeouf. Also Shia LaBeouf. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm Team Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, we should all be Team Shia LaBeouf. Or just Team Michael Bay over sexualizing young girls. No, don't be on that. No, team. don't be on that Never team. Never be on that team. Team Michael Bay over sexualizing explosions. Now that's a team I can get on. It's true. You know what movie we watched recently that Michael Bay directed? The Rock. You know what the I rock. slept through most of? The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Listen, it was late. I it was, was a like, good movie. You missed out. It was like, and you rented okay. that. Movie. So I had a, I had a weird experience. I woke up partway through, checked my phone, and it was one forty-five. I went back. To, I fell back asleep. Got up again about an hour later. Checked my phone again, and it said one forty-six or no, 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 one forty-two. And I was like, how did that happen? And then I realized that was when the time change yes. occurred. I was beautiful, like, beautiful oh, daylight savings time. I just, I just gained my hour back. <laughs> so, you know, the benefits of staying up too late. All right. Well, we have hit the end of our log. Yep. Fire's weird. burning down. That sounds weird. Um, fire's getting, <laughs> fire's getting low. Fire's getting real low. Sun's getting real low. So, um, we will see y'all 
next time on the Stronghold Podcast. Yep. And uh, we'll see you at, hopefully, Catholic Bearcat Night on Thursdays and um, probably after 9 p.m. Mass on Sundays. That's that's the one I go to most consistently. I think um, I'm going to weirdly go to the, f- the Saturday, the 4.30. The 4.30 on Saturday? That's a bold move. That's what I used to go to freshman year. I mean, it's... Honestly, vigil masses are very nice. They were my saving grace when I played Ultimate. They were the only mass times we could go to at certain tournaments. Mm-hmm. We had a... We got several shout-outs a couple times. We would all go to mass in our uniforms. And, um... You were those people at mass. We were those people. Listen, we were homeschooled, and we were played a sport together. So, yeah, of course. Um, but my friend one time went up in, uh... To, uh... Um... What is it? When, when you take up the gifts. My friend went to take up the gifts in Crocs, and he switched from um, <laughs> from passive mode into sport mode <laughs> and, like, made kind of a big deal about it to my friend sitting next to him, and we all silently lost it in mass, just cracking up. <laughs> my friend going, sport mode, and slipping his Croc back on. And that's what we're going to end on, folks. That's what we're going to end on. I'm all honestly right. okay with ending on that story. All right, That's thank you for coming out. Like the most classic Julian story We'll see you next time on the Stronghold Podcast. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye.